been weeks since the last show, and we have been up the entire week in the House of Decline sleep deprivation experiment. Yeah, we've been in a sleep deprivation tank, which is um, a tank made out of bubble wrap, and every time you go to sleep, a bubble pops, wakes you up. Yeah, and it's self-regenerating bubble wrap, so Mm -hmm. you can never... It never runs out of bubbles. You know, they got the ideas from shark's teeth, you know. They figured that they could apply the technology of shark's teeth to bubble wrap, and that's how we got these sleep deprivation tanks. They're, they're just constantly playing marches by John Philip Sousa. <laughs> you know, it's just Sousa marches constantly. It's... <laughs> cymbals constantly crashing yeah. in our oh, sleep no. deprivation I'm tanks. I'm going to have to cut that out. I just clipped a bunch. <laughs> That's all right. You're, you can clip in your sleep deprivation tanks as well. Clipping is great because it's irritating and it makes maybe you I, not sleep. Maybe it's a bad practice to watch the waveform as I record. You shouldn't watch it. Don't be wave watching. That's mm. like what you learn. What you learn in the sleep deprivation tank is you can't be wave watching. Hey, I, I, I'm an audio engineer at heart, so I can't help but watch the waveform. <laughs> an audio engineer i engineer what a, what a title you yeah. aren't building you aren't using bricks of audio i love you the, the the audio engineers of old who were who like wear lab coats because they were like we're yeah. scientists <laughs> they were scientists it's they so were fun. making they were making boops well they kind of i guess they kind of needed to be like that was like what like 50s 60s when that was yeah you needed to have some math ability yeah. You needed to know which wires went where. You couldn't have any layman. You couldn't get Gary off the street and introduce him to a big analog module synthesizer and say, go nuts. He'd, he'd kill himself. Yeah. I mean, they, I guess they, they didn't have the ability to do uh, quite as much, you know, with only the four tracks, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and it was expensive. Yeah. But now that we have many more tracks, we have the Majesty... Of bands like Sleigh Bells. <laughs> do they use a Do they use a ridiculous amount of tracks? N- no, I don't know. They use a lot of clipping, though. Uh, I, that's. Do you remember Sleigh Bells? Do you remember the brief f- mainstream fascination with the band Sleigh Bells? I I remember hearing the 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 name, but I don't know if I. Uh, I was listening to it today, and it, it was one of those. They they had their big hit was called Infinity Guitars, and it mm-hmm. like featured in a bunch of commercials and like movie trailers and stuff like that. This is how it starts. Yeah. Let's see, Let's see if it goes anywhere. Starts out with the video, and it instantly takes me to a place. Oh. <laughs> What? <laughs> from what? 2011 what? I'm what instantly is that drum transported sound? back it's uh it seems, it's a, it seems like an 808 with clip distortion on it oh okay okay so that was what I guess that was the vibe in 2010 was make the drums bad yeah that was that was uh big clipping everybody likes clipping it's fun there, there's a rap group named after it well maybe i won't featuring have to, the guy um, who does hamilton maybe i won't have to cut out the part where i clipped doing my john Philip there, yeah you can just say your sleigh bells you know <laughs> you can just say we're the sleigh bells of podcasts you know we were bringing that 2011 brooklyn sound to you. um i remember from uh, do you remember the band clips 
Clips, of course. Yeah. The great, uh, the great clips. Produ- the the, rec- that, the rec- hath, group. Hell hath no fury. I think it was produced by the Neptunes. Yes. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I'm not so. I'm not Jim Hip Hop. They. Uh, that album is really cool. The production is really cool. So, check that mm-hmm. one out on me. That was a free. Lots freebie. of recommendations. We don't recommend sleigh bells. No. We recommend clips. Yes. Because we're cool guys. They had that song, Keys Open Doors, and I think the key means like a kilo of cocaine, Mm -hmm. because I I think they were coke dealers. One of of the things, they were coke guys. Everybody was coke guys, you know? You ever do coke? You gotta move that yabba. Yeah, I love coke. Really? I love, I fucking love cocaine. It's my favorite drug on earth. That's why I can't have it, because I'd instantly become an addict. Hmm. I don't know where to get it, and if I did, it would be a fucking disaster for everybody. I mean, it might be good for the pod, so. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'm going to start sending you Encouraging cocaine. Encouraging me to do cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be the sober one. You'll keep me in check, and I'll be be—I'll have that driving cocaine energy that's necessary oh, yeah. to really. Announcement. Everybody's doing it. Announcement time. This is the first time I've been sober for a House of Decline podcast. And by that, I mean I didn't have any, any mar- marijuana. Hey, still, that's a drug. People downplay it because, you know, ah, you don't suck dick for marijuana. First of all, dearly departed Bob Saget, I have sucked dick for marijuana. You have, huh? Yeah, How much? lots of times. How much marijuana? Uh, you, you just like a hit of a joint, you know? <laughs> suck a dick for a hit of a joint, you know? That's not enough. <laughs> well, I I also like sucking dick, so, you know, it's not a problem. Okay. I mean, it wasn't it's like... A fun, it's a fun game. You know, it's a fun game you play. How much weed will you give me this time if I suck your dick? You know? Hmm. Knowing, so, knowing, yeah. my partner knowing that truly the journey of sucking the dick to get to the end point of smoking the reefer. No, it's about the journey. And, um, well, that's interesting. So it's about the journey of the dick suck. The journey of the dick and suck. I always uh, smoking weed with you is always interesting because um, when you hit the joint, you hit it with all your might. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like you fucking wreck it. Like okay. you should always be at the end of the line because you because otherwise you're like, like. I'm a Canadian. I love canoeing. <laughs> oh ho 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 ho! Like I love portaging. You gotta take in Canada. Little- we call that portaging. You gotta take little sips, man. You gotta take little sips. No, I need to inhale the entire joint uh, as if it is uh, as it as if it is a Fourth of July snake. Oh man, don't be reminding me of Chris Cornell. Because huh. <laughs> of that song yeah, off Fourth of Super July. Unknown. I thought it was just the end. Reminds I had I had a tweet which I deleted because it was too rough, but I was very I thought it was very funny, which was uh, Chris Cornell must have had one hell of a death rattle. Dude, I would have been I would have <laughs> I would have broken up the pot if if I'd seen that. Let me tell you what happened. Uh, so I went to the doctor. I went to the doctor. Can you I, imagine him hanging himself and being like, <laughs> I hate you so much. Right now. I'm so sad about him. You suck. I'm dying. All I'm dying. I mean, I was thinking like he has a song called "Just Like Suicide," so I was kind of thinking like, was he being like, "This is just like suicide"? And then, 
You, I, I love Chris Cornell. It's a very yeah, shame. I, I love him too. It's, so, it's, it was a great tragedy. A funny thing happened at the doctor. So I, I went to the doctor for my insomnia because I ate uh, too many weed gummies uh, mm-hmm. every day for six months until my brain broke. And don't do that. Don't eat only THC gummies. If you're gonna, if you're gonna do that, <laughs> you gotta have CBD as well. Yeah. Okay. It's like you shouldn't just do THC. Anyway, I went to the doctor. I'm like, Doc, listen, I've been eating too many THC gummies, and I damaged my CB1 receptors. And he was like, You what? Did what? <laughs> and I'm like, Can you give me something? I don't want Ambien. Have you heard of Chris Cornell? And then the doctor was like, Have I? Have I heard of Chris Cornell? <laughs> have I? Oh my goodness. Yes, of course, very much so. And I'm like, my dude, when we fist bumped. Uh, so, Soundgarden doctor. So the doctor and I both love Soundgarden, possibly even Audio Slave, but I want to be careful because my guitar. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to spring that. Yeah. My guitar teacher, my guitar teacher in um, I think ninth grade, no tenth grade, he was very serious about Soundgarden being so superior to Audio Slave and Audio Slave sucking. He was like. It's such a shame what happened with Audio Slave and all that. Audio Slave doesn't suck. They're just the fun version of their respective bands. They're like, what if Soundgarden and Rage was fun? What if they were fun guys? I mean, so you know how you were saying, I think, before the show that that Mitski isn't for you? Yeah. Audio Mitski Slave for is, is for me. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's for me, and I can still accept that it sucks, but it's music that was made for me. So yeah. I like it. Yeah, but Mits- Mitski is good, hypothetically. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I, I don't personally enjoy Mitski, but I like it sounds like it's good music. You know music that you don't like, but it sounds like it's good music? Mm-hmm. Like classical music? Sure. Like, <laughs> I, I like classical music. <laughs> uh, all classical jazz genres country music that isn't been getting my truck and i'm gonna suck dick down the dixie line and i'm sucking lots of dick and and i love the confederate flag and i'm sucking lots of dick coming on the confederate flag <laughs> no wrapping it up as a cum rag and wiping my face and balls down with the confederate flag I ain't no. They call me. They call yeah. me the Confederate fag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Who loves the stars and bars? Everybody. Oh my God, Jefferson Davis, hottie, work, work, Jefferson Davis, the Confederate. There you go, folks. It's classic House of Decline character, the Confederate fag. Oh uh, man. That's I that you said it, not me, man. I can say that because I've sucked so many dicks for weed smokes mm-hmm. in my life. That was my that was my habit consistently, and you know, you suck a dick once, you get to say fag. Incredible. Well, I guess I can say it because I sucked my own dick. Hell, it doesn't work. <laughs> what? It doesn't work. You Come can't. On. No, no, that's like wishing for more wishes. It's, <laughs> it's it doesn't work. Come on. No, you can't do that. I did it. I reached. I did, when I was a teen, I was like, I'm bendy enough right now. Let's go for it. It's different when it. it's your own. Look, we've all sucked our dicks when we were bendy teens. But... <laughs> <laughs> like, I, got, I got one That's chance. That's what euphoria is all about. Really? <laughs> yeah, everybody's sucking their own dick. Have you not seen the self-suck scenes in euphoria? <laughs> 
I, I don't know if you're serious, but no, yeah. there are no self. There might be a self suck scene in Euphoria. I can only think of. I can only conjure one self suck scene in media, and that's in the terrible movie Short Bus. Yeah, I remember that movie. That's yeah, a crazy I hate scene, that though. Fucking movie. Yeah, that guy's really sucking his own dick. That's like all the. <laughs> he can do it all the way. The thing about it is that what I found is that it is too uncomfortable to make it worthwhile. Yeah, it's not good. And then, you know, you're stuck swallowing your own cum. I mean, you don't have to. (laughs) You don't have to. I mean, what, do you have a napkin next to you and you're fumbling for the napkin and you're in this awkward position? you cut a hole in a paper towel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Being in that position, just asshole to the wind, you know, just fumbling for a paper towel. (laughs) Do you think any has anyone has died from autoerotic asphyxiation from choking on their own penis hmm. while no. attempting a self suck? I think we would all know. So they would they would be warning us about it in school if that had happened. Yeah. That would be that would be a more common schoolyard myth like yeah. Marilyn Manson having his ribs removed to self suck. Yeah, Marilyn Manson should have had his like uh, dick removed. Whoa! For, for being Whoa. A, a, rapey, a rapey guy, she should have been chemically castrated. We support chemical castration <laughs> for rapists on House Wait. of Decline. Only for only for genius English computer scientists. <laughs> uh, 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 you're talking about Turing. That's right. I'm talking about Alan Turing. I'm still pissed. He's probably the most famous historical example of chemical chemical castration. I mean that is, that is a. <laughs> That's a travesty of justice. They yes. took the smartest, maybe the smart, one of the smartest guys after Einstein mm-hmm. and chemically castrated him because he was gay. It, like, fuck you, England. But that's, it's still like a fuck you that that's like a huge arc of his story. You know, it's it's in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's like, you're synonymous with uh, breaking the Enigma code, uh, the father of modern uh, computer language, and also uh, chemical castration to round out the end of your life. So um, That's what your name is synonymous with chemical castration, Adling Turing. Ew, how terrible. I want to do a quick throwback because um, what we were just talking about was... Uh, uh, Confederate uh, F word, Confederate F word. Yeah, <laughs> Confederate F slur. Confederate F slur. Um, have you ever heard yeah. of Montgomery Gentry? Was was he a Confederate F slur? I mean, basically, he has a song mm. called "Where I Come From." That's very funny. I want to play a little bit of it. He's also okay, got a song a called "My Town." It's like, of course, it's like we don't let your kind in my town. Uh, so know. he's like Sundown John Mellencamp. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. We just gonna. Oh God! It's a guy in short shorts playing the banjo. <laughs> All right. So it's like that. Anyway, Montgomery Gentry, who's talking about my town being like he's come from a small town. Yeah. He died in a helicopter crash in New Jersey. Kobe. Because he's from a small town in the South. (laughs) (laughs) Just from a small town in the South. I'm doing a come town bit. I have to stop. You're doing a come town bit? This is a come town bit. Okay. Have to stop. Um, It's too funny. It's too funny that he died in a helicopter crash. He died in a helicopter crash? 
Just going uh, down to my town from my helicopter pad. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like you folk. I'm like you yeah. common folk. It's very funny to me how country music, like beyond like the weirdo country that people that don't actually like country music, like like Sturgill Simpson or like Orville Peck, uh, like ma- very mainstream country music uh, for like the last 20 years has just sounded completely the same. Mm-hmm. And I guess now it has more 808s. It has more like eight. It has like trap beats, and they have like guitars over trap beats now, mm-hmm. which is funny. But they're still singing the same stuff, and it's still the same melodies, and they're still singing about nostalgia. Even in that song, it was a old tractor down on the road, doesn't kick round much anymore, but I love my town. You know, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this endless reproduction of nostalgia. And nostalgia for nostalgia, uh, we see come up in in the news again, and in, in these the, this week's news items uh, in Ukraine, uh, in this sort of ersatz version of the Cold War that we want to continue to perpetuate, and also in these convoy protests, which is something that resembles revolutionary action, but is just a simulation of it. Yeah, I. It's something that I've like, I've, I've like thinking in my head about it. Like, people are in, are in real life, but they're still online. Yeah, I'm thinking. Their heads I'm are thinking still in your online. head about it too. I'm thinking in my head about. I'm thinking it. in your head about in my it. Head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm thinking in my head. I'm thinking in my head about it. Uh, no, I'm which thinking is, in your head. Uh, these online spaces, uh, uh, they pervade reality now to the degree that you aren't even experiencing reality even as you're trying to make it. Mm-hmm. Because everything is for you to post about it, there is no participate actual participation. You are not creating something new. You are creating something that has been reproduced because yeah. it is, is reproduced infinitely the instant it happens. And that's the only reason why it's happening. So there's no history anymore. There's just this, maybe a lot. Francis Fukuyama, when he was talking about the end of history, didn't know how right he was. Is you he know? British or something? No, I'm just saying that. And I just, the, here's my Liverpudlian historian character. Francis Fukuyama, the, the conservative thinker. Did you see, um, you see Ringo calling... Um... Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kennel. <laughs> Jimmy Kennel, yeah. Jimmy Kennel. <laughs> Great to be on the Jimmy Kennel show. Peace and love and all that. Remember? <laughs> I, out of all the Beatles, I sucked the least dick. I posted, right? Ken, I posted Kennel has a barrow in the marketplace. Got no likes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ringo didn't write that song. Uh, Ringo was like, fuck. I didn't fucking Ringo write wrote that. two Beatles songs. Or you could have one he sang on, like Yellow Submarine. Paul sings on Oh Blood Dio Blood Da. Yeah. That's that's like one of the worst Beatles songs. Oh, I love Oh Blood Dio Blood Da. You love Oh Blood Dio yeah. Blood Da? I think Paul McCartney doing uh, Patois like Chet Hayes is always good. What is bra? Like Oh Blood Dio Blood Da, life goes on. Bra? I, th- I think he was saying like bra. Hey, bra. Like bra. Life goes on, bra. <laughs> I think Paul McCartney was the originator of that. <laughs> Funny. 
I think Paul McCartney should sing all of his songs in Patois. Yeah. I think that would be Paul McCartney should release the Patois album. I mean, it's about like it's about where you're coming from, you know, from your heart. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. <laughs> Dick this broken wings, but it's Paul McCartney. Black Bart. Black Bart. Black Bart. Yeah. Um, Black Bart singing in the dead of night. And well, it's I'm working about on those. my. Uh, everyone probably already knows who listens to this podcast that I'm working on my Bad Chef parody of Blackbird. Yeah. Bad. Uh, bad Chef cooking in the dead of. Wait, no. Is it? Yeah, Bad Chef cooking in the dead of night. Take these frozen wings and learn to fry. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Take these. It's a very Weird Al food lyrics here, guy. Yeah. You said you said you were Weird Al but sad. You're sad Al Yankovic. Well, if so, if you do enough uh, sleep deprivation, you eventually just start crying. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can't stop crying because you're like, I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. And after getting about two, three hours of sleep a night for two weeks, um, yeah, I just started breaking down. Yeah. Uh, but I got some, uh, got some meds from the doctor who gave me some uh, Italian antidepressants. Italian antidepressants. Yeah, trazodone, or as they uh, might say it, trazodone. 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 I thought it was the gabagool. <laughs> no. No. Uh, yeah, I looked it up. Trazodone. No. Uh, trazodone it was created in Italy in the 80s as an antidepressant, and it is there. It didn't work, but it had other things that it did. Like it helps you with insomnia, it can help you with an anxiety, and for men, it makes your dick hard. Cool. Yeah. It's the opposite of an SSRI, then. Right. I know. I I told the doc. I was like, I don't know. Is this an SSRI? I don't want my dick to break. Yeah. And he was like, I don't care. Go away. I'm sad about Chris Cornell. <laughs> you reminded him of Chris Cornell, and he was unable to do his job. Yeah. I wonder how many people committed suicide as a result of Chris Cornell, because it couldn't have just been Chester Bennington. There well, had to have been, like, the knock-on hundreds effect. of people. Because then, then when Chester Bennington did it, then I'm sure that caused a lot of people, too. Like, it's sad. Uh, yeah. I know there were some, like, lonely people out there who were super sad about Soundgarden and then when Chester did it they were like that's it like my two favorite bands the front the the front men of my two favorite bands just died like goodbye world yeah and no one you know New York Times didn't give a shit no media was like yeah call hotline that, it, if you're feeling... it was a bigger epidemic than covid even and nobody noticed yeah all these excess the hospitals deaths, weren't phil yeah all these one million excess deaths are not from covid it's from knock-on suicides after chester and chris and it's still going on to this it's day. still happening it's yeah. an epidemic it's an incredible we shouldn't have allowed it to happen if if just one if there had been one person there to maybe tell a hilarious joke to chris cornell thinking ah oh, life not so bad <laughs> I mean, supposedly his wife blames Ambien, right? Ambien, eh? It's interesting. I thought that just made you tweet racist stuff. I thought it just like made you like, like eat all the soap in your house. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it made you gay. Ambien made me gay. I start sleepwalking. I start sleep sucking. On um, Ambien, I was sleep sucking. I asked the doctor about mirtazapine. And he was like, "Yeah, no. that's the one I'm on." He didn't want to. He didn't want to give it to me. He said it had too many side effects. Really, like the only side effect that it has for me is like I I eat a lot of food. Yeah, you get hungry. That sounds awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's fine. Makes food. <laughs> makes me want to eat food. Like great. Yeah. I'm because now I'm I'm like now that I'm quitting weed, I don't want to eat as much. So yeah, you gotta have start, to force yourself. Gonna start losing weight, but um, I think the uh, I think I'm slowly getting getting better and regenerating my receptors. And last night I had a pretty good amount of sleep. I think five hours. So yeah. If you have dreams and you remember your dreams, you're in the clear. Yeah, I had I had some dreams last night. So for the first Good. time in six months, <laughs> it's like it's I don't it can't be good for for you to take that much THC every day and never have dreams. Uh, it's okay to not have dreams. That's what society sets you up for. Don't have dreams. Well, I don't Just know. Just consume media. Watch HBO Max's Peacemaker. Oh, is that good? I, I yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really, it's pretty fun. Oh, I'll check it out. I still have to check out Reacher. Reacher, yeah, I got to see Reacher too. I mean, I'm not that. I'm not running to my TV, so. <laughs> That's what I do every morning. <laughs> I get up out of bed and I jog the the five steps to my couch. I was thinking more like a mad dash, like a mad scramble. Like, gotta get to the TV! Yeah. Like, oh! Right, yeah. Like a little dust cloud starts, appears under my feet. Yeah. Like you, in the you, cartoons. You wind up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Sonic the Hedgehog. and Makes a little accelerating sound effect. Um, and then I go too fast, and I break my TV, and then I'm sad. So how are we gonna make a diplomatic solution? for this ukraine thing let's let's figure it out right now let's, let's we're gonna out. hash it out right now um <clears throat> give him give him a little bit of ukraine you know well that's i mean i think that is what he wants there's this region yeah. in east ukraine the donbass region and i think basically they want that to become a independent country i think they want an east ukraine and a west ukraine sure and west ukraine will join nato and then east ukraine won't and then there'll be a that east ukraine will be a buffer state between russia and the and the west so it worked out great for Belarus. Yeah, Belarus. Belarus is, is that who's that guy's name? Is it Lukashenko? Lukashenko. Yeah, he's God, the he's, dictator he's, for life. He's Dr. so Phil dictator for life. Yeah, he's so funny. He's like Putin's little bitch now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, please come. Yes, come and send fifty thousand Russian troops into my country. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's very funny to be a strong man and then to be upstaged by a stronger man. Yeah. Very funny. And one thing about Stalin, no one could out Stalin Stalin. You know, he's like, that's that's the most ruthless guy. Hmm. No one's going to fuck with Stalin. I, I guess a lot of people fucked with Stalin. What is Trotskyism? I don't know what Trotsky is. is I don't it, know is anything. It, well, come on, you kind of know. Uh, No, I don't really. Like, I don't really know what, if I were to guess what Trotskyism is. And I'll have I'll have like if Jay listens to this yeah. episode, he'll be screaming. At I was me just thinking, email. Jay, Jay, can you call us now? <laughs> if you're Jay, listening, if Jay, you're listening, can you call to us in? Recording right now. Can you call if you're us, please? Listening. Can yeah, you explain? We need to... Like my impression is, it's like it's like right wing communism. Does that sound right? According to Wikipedia, dude, I read the Wikipedia and I didn't understand it. Uh, it is it is the branch of Marxism developed by Trotsky. Yeah. There you go. Uh, other members, Orthodox Marxist, revolutionary, follower of Marx Engels. Who cares? <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Trotskyists are critical of Stalinism as they oppose Joseph Stalinism's theory of socialism in one country in favor of Trotsky's theory of permanent revolution. Uh, they also criticize the bureaucracy and anti-democratic. So, yeah, they're like anti, anti-authoritarian, like libertarian. Okay. Hughes closer to libertarian socialism. So I think I, I, my impression is that they're right-wing communists. How 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 are they right way? I don't know. Well, I mean, right-wing. I know they're within the umbrella for... of communism. There's got to be a, a spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. And you're either further left or right on this spectrum. But I don't really know. I just I often see people accused of being a Trotskyist, and I'm like, is that a bad thing? Did you, is that a, I, what? What's going on? I think they're largely seen as wreckers from the communist community like a minority of of vocal oppositionally defiant people who like disagree with uh, a more authoritarian vision of communism well authoritarianism as jay pointed out in another episode it's not really a helpful word it doesn't really because every every government which wants to enact you know some sort of state rule or monopoly on violence is authoritarian you know mm. Even, you know, an anarchist government that would have uh, laws that could be enforced by some sort of democratic council would still be enacting an authoritarian rule. You know, there's there's no way to escape by any definition. Of so maybe like. Uh, uh, oh, I think. Yeah. OK, so here this is interesting. So it says like that Trotskyism, according to Wikipedia, it says that the peasantry is incapable of carrying on the task of the revolution. And so you have to have the proletariat. And the proletariat are like uh, your your wage earners, or right? Yeah. So they're like a level above the peasantry, and I guess that's kind of like weird. So trust... I, I guess so. So Trotsky was like, "You can never in your I don't we're, we don't don't listen to us about communism. No, we're listen just to trying anybody to figure else it out. About yeah, we're just trying to. Yeah, we're just two guys just trying to figure it out. You know, maybe we should get maybe we should get Give Big Red break. on here. Get Big Red. Ex- we, we've referenced him two episodes in a row. Yeah, he should come on come on the show, Big Red. Explain it to us. We're we're no, I, I find uh, I love that guy. He's a, he's a Stalinist power lifter. Who That's doesn't? Cool. <laughs> I find yeah, it cool, cool and intimidating. Yes, me yeah. too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what, what's yeah? So Trotskyism, huh? Do 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 I think the peasantry can be inured to socialist values? I don't know. Probably not. Maybe he was right about that. <laughs> it doesn't seem like that. I remember in high school, I kind of liked it, but I was such a contrarian then that, like, I don't even know. But I, actually, that can't be true because, as like the history of like Cuban socialism and African socialism teaches us, the peasantry indeed can be educated about communism and can indeed come to embody its values. So, I don't think I don't know if uh, Trotsky holds much water. I think you you know like in that in that very statement there like embodies some sort of elitism right so whereas trotsky is sort of seen as this uh, a feat academic so too is the the vibes of his ideology is this effete academy sort of vibes whereas like stalin has military fuck you vibes stalin and lenin are like fuck you we're going to use violence to take what we want and distribute what we need to the 
And so Trotsky was like, no, we're going to we're going to do it with the democracy. Yeah, we're going to do it with. The, right. Yeah. So adhering to more of a technocratic vision. So he's like the Liz Warren of. Uh... Yeah, he's the Liz Warren. There's of... <laughs> <laughs> Trotsky claiming indigenous heritage. <laughs> he probably did, dude. I bet my I Nima find... and my Pipa I'm... told me that I. <laughs> I'm not doing a very good Russian accent. Oh my god, my cat Ramona is causing chaos again. Yeah, she's just she's just scratching everything. She's oh, scratching yeah. the original Declaration of Independence. Well, dude, that's so a, they shouldn't have given to you. That's that was a, a big reason attack. why I'm also having sleep difficulty. Is that if it's not Ramona waking me up, like trying to attack my feet, then the other cat Moose like meows extremely loudly sometimes at odd hours of the night. Mm. We have various cat like um prevention devices set up so we have something called a scat which is not scatological it's it's a very it's not poor, it's not a big pile of shit yeah you know, it's a very poorly named thing but it's basically it's not a like huge a pile motion, of shit in the corner of your house it's a motion detector attached to an air canister that makes like a if it mm-hmm. if it has motion and that scares them off and then okay. for ramona outside the door like, what we can do is try to lock her out of the bedroom at night, and then we have to set up a vacuum cleaner with an extension cable to a p- power strip. So if she starts attacking the door, I can <laughs> hit the vacuum cleaner. Um, you should terrorize your cats more. Oh, no, that's the thing. Like, I get so mad at her, but if I, I can't, if I do anything, I'll just make it worse. I'll make her act out more if I act on any impulse that I want. So, That's why you got to reason with the cat. That's I don't why know. Why you got to bargain with the cat? I think I just have to like, just I'm just praying every day that she gets cancer. That's basically. <laughs> <laughs> just, please, because she's such an annoying cat that no one will adopt her. I just uh, I just messed up. I shouldn't have got a cat. Um, well, you know. I shouldn't have ever got. She's a cute. Cat. But she's also she she is uh, erratic. She is she is an unusually erratic cat. I think she's like pretty feral when I got her. So yeah, she was. You got her out from a trailer park situation. Yes, um, but then when I went into the trailer park, there was like weird air, weird animals in there. There was like raccoons and and like animals <laughs> yeah, this that wasn't... You, you shouldn't keep in a trailer so i, I should this wasn't been... a nice trailer park like harry dean stanton's trailer park in twin peaks this was a rough trailer park yeah well you know red hook new york not not yeah. brooklyn red hook upstate red hook new york um yeah. upstate new york has got some got a lot of trailer parks Mm-hmm. yeah the 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 rural culture see a lot of see a lot of confederate flags yeah, you do that. <laughs> you can see that all over the nor- the northern rural parts of America. Yeah, which is you know, of course, it is the the secret signal to white supremacy. But a lot of people probably just like Dukes of Hazard. Mm, I I don't know, dude. That show's been off the air it's for about, a while. It's about her. It's about heritage. It's about heritage. You uh. see. It's about heritage. Yeah, I don't know. I generally think people from the South who go North are always a little bit weirded out. Like, I, you know, I'm from Texas, and it's a bit weird to see a Confederate flag in New York. I'm I'm a little offended because it's like, take that down, man. Your family didn't fight for the Confederacy. <laughs> like, screw, <laughs> screw you. you can't, it's stolen valor. 
<laughs> but you can't say that either. So. No, no. You got well that's what you should that's what you should be doing. You should you should get a gray uniform and gum up to their houses and say, You sir, I say you sir <laughs> are a Yankee. Yeah. And you have the and you embody the Yankee spirit. Yeah. Now we shall duel. We shall have mint juleps. I dress up like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> dress up like Colonel. We shall have we shall have bolo ties. Not bolo ties. That's more of a Texas thing. You what think... what is that Colonel Sanders type of fruity loop tie? Oh, what do they hmm. call that? Does like that have the Mark a name? Twain kind of tie? Yeah, yeah. I should it, bring those back. I think it's called the Mark Twain tie. That's what it's called. Yeah. No other name. Um, so, oh yeah, we were going to hash out the Ukraine thing. I guess we're we did it. We just, I think we've like, already them, hashed. Just give them, them, just give them what they want. Give, what they want. <laughs> give Russia what they want. Yeah, so an interesting thing about it though, is that the previous president of Ukraine insert before he left and the new guy came in, he inserted into the constitution. So there's a constitutional provision in Ukraine that they want to join NATO. Yeah. And they just need to take that out. And then I think Russia might back down. But I don't. Mm. They don't want to. They want. They want to join the EU. They want to join NATO. Sure. Who doesn't like the idea of having a big guy with guns on your side? People wouldn't. People wouldn't mess with me so much if my, if my drunken belligerent friend who uh, conceal carries everywhere, you know, was was around me. Yeah. Well, hey, you should. You know what you should do? You should go out to these convoy protests and take a stand. I should I should take dumps in front of them. Are there any happening in uh how do you say uh uh Toronto 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 Uh well it's occupied occupied uh what is it occupied land of where where are you coming from occupied the Haudenosaunee the who the Haudenosaunee. Is that who? Was that what? Huron Wendat. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's who we're over. That's whose bodies we're dancing on today. <laughs> dancing on some indigenous bodies. What was that bodies. like anti-union podcast that was like, we're coming today from occupied territories, and here's why you can't <laughs> yes. form a union. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> uh, land acknowledgments are. I've seen so many great land acknowledgment jokes. Someone was like, someone, some brilliant person on Twitter was like, hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and we yeah. are on Haudenosaunee land. <laughs> and this is called diarrhea slide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Land acknowledgments are great because they're the most, they're, they're the most nothing thing on earth. They're the most well, token, tokenized thing. It would be I'm funny. Sure when, it'd be funny if you did it like in Texas where there were the Comanche Wars because you'd have to mm. go through... That it was Comanche territory, but before that, before the Comanche, before the Comanches came in and killed all the Native Americans that were there before the Comanche, yeah. so you kind of have to. It's a little, it's a little more complicated. It down. We'll just here. say Comanches. We'll just say Comanches. A little more complicated. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, what else? Uh, uh... <laughs> I love saying oh Comanche. You know. Can you imagine the first person to do a land acknowledgement? And they must have been blown away. Like everyone in the room was like, oh, my God, he is he is the most caring man on Earth. Yeah. He acknowledges. I don't mind him, frankly. I don't really care. I mean, I get why they've become 
I, I get why they become the standard practice, but it's just, you know, it has been ingrained into, there's been this corporatization of it. Yeah. There's been this now the CIA, the CIA is about to release a video where they say it, yeah. and and that's that's definitely the CIA f- like fucking up with the <laughs> the whole culture, yeah. and that's that sucks. I hate that. This land we want to acknowledge that it used to belong to the Lenape Indians. Very bad deal. They got a very bad deal. I can't do Trump. My Trump impression is bad. So who's this Jean-Luc Brunel? Who's that? He's a rapist, and he is a he was a modeling agent and a rapist, and in, in within Jeffrey Epstein's inner circle, and he got Epstein. By which I mean he was uh, allegedly killed himself while in custody. Uh, but proper. It seems like he was maybe assassinated. Are you sure he didn't direct Chien Andalou? Yes, uh, he he is he is one hundred and forty years old. Who directed Un Chien Andalou? You're thinking of uh, uh, God. What's his name? Oh my fucking god! Oh god! Oh Luis gonna... Bunuel. Luis Bunuel. Boon- this is Brunel. Oh, okay. And Bunuel uh, was he was uh, Spanish. Well, he was he was Latinx. Interestingly enough, though, um, Pablo Picasso was Latinx. Interestingly enough, though, the connection here is uh, that Jean-Luc Brunel is is in fact a debaser. Oh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) He's slicing up his eyeballs. I want you to know. (laughs) Girly so groovy. That's very funny. Oh, just like I, I'm gonna be like Frank Black. Just say just say everything with a a very crazy Frank Black intonation. I mean, if you take enough mirtazapine, you could become shaped like Frank Black. I am. I'm becoming shaped <laughs> like I'm becoming a big roly poly man. <laughs> my head is going to mold into my body, and I be I shaped like those realistic images of Patrick from SpongeBob. Mm. <laughs> Ha! I'm Frank Black. Nice to meet you. What if he just said all of his 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 words like he was singing in one of his songs? It's loud, quiet, loud. We're in the loud part of a pixie song, and now it's the quiet part. Yeah, I guess that that's that was the conventional wisdom that they sort of uh, that pixies came up with: loud, quiet, loud, and then Nirvana took it. They invented dynamics. Yeah, they invented loud. They invented the, the dynamics. Uh, Beethoven uh, famously everything was loud because he was deaf. Yeah, and for and yeah. he was so influential that of course everything after Beethoven had to be loud. Yeah, yeah. Until so that, that's when the loudness war started. People yep. talk about recording technology, but it really started with that asshole, John Michel Beethoven. Jean Luc Beethoven. Jean Luc Beethoven. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was in. Johann Sebastian Epstein's inner circle. Yeah. You know, all, these, all these pedophile composers, you know. But we got some great music out of it. It's it's very it's very funny. When I was you know when you're a teenager and you just have like every week you have a new strong belief in a different ideology or like you have like you, you saw a movie and now that's your personality now. Yeah. I mean, I kind of yeah. saw Taxi Driver and then that was it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Taking all of my dates to porno theaters. <laughs> I didn't have dates in high school. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Went to an all-boys Catholic school. You could have had dates. I would if have you had were to... gay. Well, no. If you were a secret gay. 
I would have had to have exited my house, and I was firmly against that. Yes. I don't like it now. Yeah. Well, uh, you been anywhere cool this week? You go to the grocery store or anything? I got been, I've been to lots of places. <laughs> go this to the week. laundromat? <laughs> I don't need a laundromat. There's the there's the wonderful laundry room in my apartment building. Cool. How Very many people cool live in there with you in that building? <laughs> it's just me. It's just me in the entire apartment building. It's a terrible building. That'd be cool. Uh, that would be cool to have the entire building to yourself. I'd just be going around like Danny Torrance with it on a big wheel just mm-hmm. through the halls. I used to fantasize about everyone in the world dying but me. And it's like, yeah. oh, then, then I can finally be happy. That's a classic fantasy of yeah. where you can just, you know, you don't have to work. You have every resource you could possibly want, all the canned food you could want. Drink yourself to an early grave. That's what uh, that's what's so great about. Uh, you, did you ever watch the show The Last Man on Earth? Yep. With uh, it has the it has, I believe, like it's one of the greatest pilots of yes. all time. It it started off amazing, and then they made yeah. a horrible mistake of adding people. Yeah. Well, okay, so that's the gag of the, the premise. The joke is the last man on Earth, but within the pilot episode, that's all already not true because okay. there's there's other people. And, like, the the show is about human connection and, like, this awful person's need for human connection and him becoming a better person as a result of realizing that he needs... It's very, it's very sappy. Uh, that's what's funny about it. It's it's such a it's so weird tonally because it's this very sappy show, but it's also nasty and unpleasant, and has its central characters incredibly hateable. Mm-hmm. Which, I is, liked which is which is yeah, I like them too. I like it. I like I, the tone. I want to take a dump in a pool. I'll take a dump in a pool. I'm Will Forte, <laughs> and I do various voices. Uh, he's so great. I fucking love Will Forte. You know what I need to watch is the MacGruber show. Oh uh, yeah. I I love the movie. I would love to watch. What yeah, is that the, on? The movie so fucking good. It's streaming? on fucking Apple Plus or some shit. Apple like TV. That. Some weirder. I don't know. I don't know what the MacGruber show is on. Let's but yeah, see. the movie's so fucking funny. Uh, him fucking the Maya Rudolph ghost. So fucking good. <laughs> <sighs> Let's see. Yeah, where... Kristen Wiig's funny. I've been I've been watching. You know, Kristen Wiig. She's good. She should have never become a star. She cannot she cannot anchor a movie by herself. Bridesmaids was a weird fluke. Hmm. Uh, I have no opinion. But I she, haven't seen she it. excels in these character roles where she plays this incredibly weird character who's in the movie for 15 minutes. Like as I was watching Anchorman 2 for no reason because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was familiar. It's something familiar. And she shows up and she's very funny. Uh, she playing, playing Steve Carell's love interest and they're, they're both, I guess the, it's both jokes at the expense of the mentally handicapped. Oh, it's on Peacock. It's on Peacock. Gotta get the NBC streaming service Peacock, which I'm sure also has Hannibal, which I've been dying to watch again. Oh yeah. Well, we should play our amazing hit YouTube song. I'm Hugh Dancy. (laughs) Yeah. We we rode at the we rode at the height of our low periods. Yeah, we uh, ride, and we the popularity it. we rode it of we rode it as Iggy Azalea's. Fellas, this was this was 2013. Iggy Azalea was so fucking popular, 
and Hannibal was airing on NBC. It was the best of times in many ways. I believe you were in like you were in like your darkest alcoholism at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was terrible. I was drinking a lot of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. I was like I was living in this Brooklyn apartment where I just had bed bugs and couldn't get rid of them no matter how many times you tried. And so that was my last my last experience with sleep deprivation mm. um, was when I had bed bugs in 2012. And that must have been a year earlier, because that I remember that because because uh, I remember Size Gangnam Style came out, mm-hmm. and I have that song permanently associated with sleep deprivation and bed bugs, and also watching all of Lost. Why? Oh, I was uh, thinking I was going to watch Lost, but dude, I haven't been able to watch any TV. I just when I'm so sleep deprived, all I can do is scroll on my phone. It sucks. I can't do anything. Yeah. I'm just can't like a attention. zombie. Yeah. Uh, you gotta, I've been, uh, I've actually gotten back into some podcasts. I've been listening to The War Nerd for some reason. Mark, is that Mark Ames? Him. Mark Ames, yeah, he's, he's, uh... I, I follow him on Twitter, but, like, he's very, he's very dubious about this Russian invasion thing, and it seems like it's gonna happen, so I'm like, I'm not so sure what his deal is, like... I, well, he's, he's pretty staunchly left-wing... But although you think this, you think the Russian invasion, you think the Russian invasion is gonna happen? Yeah, I mean, unless they just want to blow all that money to get ready to do it later. Uh, it's a big investment. I mean, it's a, it's over, it's many billions of dollar of rubles, <laughs> yeah. many rubles to, many to rubles. put like. I think he's got like two thirds of his army there, so. Yeah, but you don't think this is just uh, uh, once again, you know, the, this endlessly reproduced nostalgia for actual action precipitating nothing is I mean, the tenor of our life. They did annex a whole bunch of Ukraine in twenty fourteen. Yeah, but that was that was uh, that was pre-Trump. Now nothing matters and nothing happens. That's like that is like no. the true innovation of I the Trump era. I don't think that's happens. true. I think stuff's going to happen again. I don't think stuff is going to happen. Yeah, I think no, the cool think zone, some, some the cool zone was a myth. There well, is no cool zone. What is interesting to me about, or kind of funny to me about uh, this Ukrainian potential invasion is if they do invade, they have to, they have to take a huge detour around Chernobyl <laughs> to get to get to the capital. It's pretty funny. It's like, yeah, you don't want to go into the zone. You know what happens when you go into the zone? Shit gets weird. You give like a three hours of a long, slow camera pan. Yeah, you can get that. whatever wish you want, and your psychic child is is going to still weird you out. Dude, remember on Mill Road? Um, uh, Mill Road was where we used to live together. We would just smoke so many spliffs and watch uh, those Tartovsky movies. Tartovsky would watch Mirror. And, we watched Solaris. Uh, Andre Rublev. Yeah. It's great when you're stoned. Do yourself a favor, film heads. Rent yourself a couple of Tarkovskis and get fucking stoned. <laughs> well, uh, in my case, uh, take a Trazodone. <laughs> yeah, take a Trazodone. <laughs> trazodone. You're on the Giallo drugs. Uh, Yeah, I guess I'm going to be like... I don't know, man. That was my last thing. I guess the I guess what I can do now is like every every year I can take some acid or something. I don't know. Mm. 
That'll be fun. Well, mate, you can still have weed. You just shouldn't smoke it every day. Well, I wasn't the thing. That's the thing. I wasn't. If I had been smoking it, I would probably this never would have happened. Because if you smoke it, you get CBD and the CBD helps you sleep. But if you take a gummy, it's just distilled only THC. And that will fuck you up. I was thinking while I was doing it, like, this can't be good for me. I should probably were have you CBD. just because you were having maybe your whole desire to program is or you're you're teaching yourself programming from scratch was born of this THC burning out all of your receptors manic upswing that you were having. I mean, no, I don't know. Now that I'm not, I I think I'll be, like I'll be able to do more programming, not high. Yeah, because it's pretty hard to like think about how to structure a database when you're high. And that's what I'm you doing right now. You should get some thigh-high socks. I think all programmers love those. Um, sure. Uh, right anyway. Right now I'm trying to figure out if get I want to... Get some thigh-high socks and cat ears. Oh, boy. You want... <laughs> You're trying to make me a femboy? You're going to become a femboy. Uh, that's what that's what C++ does to you. You start seeing it a life as a femboy. Oh, dude, I'm not... I'm nowhere near able to do C++. That's... It's a couple of it's a couple of levels above my ability. Well, you'll get there eventually once you get the thigh high socks. Uh, I would like to learn C, um, precursor, and basically C is what the Linux kernel is written in. And C, that's not a language, that's a letter. No, it is. It is. It C is a really cool language. It's like uh, one of the oldest programming languages. Not not the oldest, not by far the oldest, but but it, it was what is the old, like COBOL. Or basic, uh, yeah, basic and Fortran and um, Fortran. But Fortran. C, is, C is cool because uh, I mean, I'm try, I'll probably butcher whatever I'm about to say, but C is cool because they were they like that was the first time they wrote an operating system like that could be portable on different hardware was mm -hmm. uh, written in C. So it used to be that every computer in like the '60s. You had to write the operating system from scratch for the mm. particular hardware that you had, and that is not efficient. And so this guy, I think Brian Kernahan is the guy that came up with it. He was like, "Well, I'm going to write this language that's one level of of abstraction above, and then it will be able to be used on hardware of all different kinds." And that made it very popular and widely used all across universities. And then um, the Unix system was created at AT&T uh, with C, I believe. So anyway, I'm probably wrong. Isn't like uh, all banking software done with Unix and it's mm. like they're having, there's it's like COBOL. only... COBOL. It's COBOL? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they're running out of programmers because yes. nobody knows how to write COBOL anymore? Correct. Yes. You should become a COBOL guy. No. <laughs> it's very esoteric. Mm. It's very and it's difficult. I mean, the reason there's a there is a reason why they're running out of programmers because it's very hard, in my in, in my probably uninformed opinion. But anyway, enough of that nerd shit. No, that nerd shit. Let's get on to beer and hookers <laughs> and pussy and 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 penises. Dude, you know what movie I just watched? Which movie? Airheads. That's a great movie yeah. with Brendan Fraser at his most beautiful. His no, and Brendan Fraser at his most beautiful is George of the Jungle. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're he's right. ripped in George of the Jungle. In Airheads, he's he's kind of doughy. He's uh he's he has gone back to doughy. 
Oh, uh, he's, he's got uh, back to Doughy in a big way. Well, not making fun, but I th- he looks great. He, he, lo- he would look great at any size. Well, I've been yeah. watching Doom Patrol, and he's great in Doom Patrol. Brendan Fraser's a great guy, and it's a shame that he was blacklisted for being raped by the president of the Hollywood <laughs> Foreign Press <laughs> yeah. Association. So, yes, Brendan Fraser was raped by the president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association and blacklisted from Hollywood. Yeah. So that sucks. For... For 15 years. It's just mm-hmm. a sad thing to happen to one of Canada's greatest, greatest stars. Oh, he's Canadian, eh? Well, not really Canadian. Oh. Uh, he's, he, I don't think he was born here, but he lived here. So we take credit for Brendan Fraser. Uh, I guess the yeah. true Canadian movie star is Keanu Reeves. Ah, uh, Keanu, Keanu. Is he Canadian? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's Canadian. He's a Toronto boy. Loves hockey. Grew up playing hockey. Another I don't movie? think he was born. I think he was born in Beirut. Another movie I watched recently was Dangerous Liaisons. Does that have Keanu in it? Yeah, it does. Very young Keanu as as Donsony. (laughs) I just have this image in my head of like the sign outside. It's Beirut, Lebanon, and underneath it says birthplace of Keanu Reeves. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Um, Well, Dangerous Liaisons has uh, John Malkovich and it's... It's all about John Malkovich in the um, 18th century France. I'm John Malkovich, and I'm a very sexy Malkovich in this movie. (laughs) Basically. I'm going to eat your pussy like a Frenchman, Glenn Close. Yep. I'm going to get Glenn Close to that (laughs) vagina and go... (laughs) Yeah, well, basically, so Glenn Close and John Malkovich are plotting sex crimes... Um, sex crimes. They're like, yes, this is what the whole movie is about. They're like, how can we do sex crimes on the they're people that we don't like? Dangerous liaisons. Um, and you know so, what it is? I know the plot because it's Cruel Intentions. Oh, really? Yeah, Cruel Intentions is the high school version of Dangerous Liaisons. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> I've only seen the one <laughs> version. It's uh, it's kind of good. It's it's just like kind of silly too. Um. There are better historical epics like Barry Lyndon. Watch Barry Lyndon instead of Dangerous Liaisons. But mm. uh, it's fun. It's on a streaming service right now. You can catch it on probably HBO or something. It's got good costumes. The costumes are Everyone fantastic. remembers the costumes. Mm-hmm. If you're into that. Lots of good period dramas from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes Amadeus. Yeah. Who doesn't like Amadeus? It's such a relatable story. There's always some idiot who's better than you at something. Yeah. How does it come to him so naturally? <laughs> I feel there's like there's like a thousand Twitter accounts. I feel like I, I they post some incredibly funny shit, and I the only thing I feel is envy. You're, you're the Salieri of Twitter. I'm the Salieri of, of Twitter. <laughs> I'm the Salieri of Twitter to to Donald Boats Mozart. Yeah. Well, uh, but I won't kill anybody. Does wait? What does Salieri kill someone? Salieri poisons Mozart. It's the it's the whole gag in the movie, right? Oh, huh. Well, you know, I don't I don't have a memory anymore. It was that was <laughs> the THC gummies took care of that. Yeah. I'm happy. Or to does he that, poison Mozart? Maybe I have that wrong. Yeah, I don't think that ha- is quite what happens, but I don't really I know. Don't um, I'm happy to start. He sabotages him in some way, maybe. Memories are cool, especially yeah. now that you have a kid. You want to preserve those, right? Yeah, I mean, the first six months are, like, not necessarily what I want to preserve. 
But yeah. now that she's starting to be fun, you mm. know, she's starting to do funny things. Like she, she like uh, put her face up to the mirror and started licking it, which was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's her funny. They do things that, hey, she's doing what we're all thinking. Me. Everyone wants to make out with themselves. Would you make out with the, if you, if you had a clone, would you have sex with your clone? I don't, I, I kind of don't you think self-sucked, so. You self-sucked, so yeah. I, you, you would have sex with your I clone. Mean, You've already established that you self-sucked. Today, no. Back in, when I was 13, <laughs> yes. Because I was uh, yeah. horny for anything. <laughs> I did not care right. what it was. I could be turned on by like a, like a cantaloupe, like yeah, like like a sure. rotting cantaloupe at the store. I'd be like, oh, I think that looked like a vagina. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's amazing! It's amazing to me how jaded I've become sexually. <laughs> Let's have no, a therapy not, session about it. What do true. you mean? I'm not jaded sexually. Uh. I don't, I'm, I'm boring. I'm boring sexually. I wish I was a freak. I think that's why all of my cartoons are about sex and why it's all of like these, these little neutral guys, mm-hmm. because I just don't see it as something sensual. I see it as something funny. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. That's why my instinct is always to tell jokes. <laughs> yeah. I've during. found that telling jokes during sex can it has, it has never worked out for me that does not work it's not i did a colonialism do. joke once that just ruined the vibe <laughs> i was like your, your body is africa and i'm the dutch <laughs> Ooh, i'm going into darkest africa right <laughs> yeah please yeah. don't call my pussy darkest africa okay yeah like are you like I'm being Colonel Kurtz right now? Do you want me to be Colonel Kurtz? <laughs> oh, it's like a field of gardenias. It's gardenias. <laughs> oh my god, terrible, yeah. terrible. Um, yeah. Oh well. Okay. So here's something from posting this week, just from cartoon posting this week, uh, where there was one comic I did. Um. I forget which one, but it gained traction and I started noticing some weird accounts looking at it. I looked into these accounts and, oh, no, the the, the Rick and Morty Shotokan people have latched on to this comic. Oh, oh no. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh, God. So yeah. it's Rick having sex with Morty? Yeah, it's the this. There's a huge community of this of these people, apparently, and uh, three of them liked my comic. Which I mean, is it's, that's sort a of disquieting in a way. I don't want to be attracting the Rick and Morty, the, I, the Rick and Morty I have pedophilic no, incest community. I have no problem. That's not a, I have no problem with the Rick and Morty Shotokan people. That's very funny. It's, it's don't don't look at the drawings. <laughs> I advise you not to look at the drawings. You were the, you, okay, dude. Mister sending me Simpsons porn, sending me <laughs> sending me the incest Simpsons porn on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rick and Morty, that's a bridge too far, but when Marge well, is having sex with Bart, that's fine. Because it, uh, it's less, it's not, if it was Homer having sex with Bart, it would be weird. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If it, was, if it was Grandpa having sex with Bart. <laughs> okay. Nah, I'm kidding. That's funny. Imagine a person trying to justify that. 
Can we ask? Can, <laughs> oh, can you request the Simpsons gra- porn account for the, the Grandpa and Bart drawing, please? Um, man, I don't. Yeah, that would be funny if that's like a bridge too far for them. It's like I only do Lisa X Bart, okay? Only Lisa X. It's a bridge too far. Parental incest, ew, ew. <laughs> you know, I like good. people with uh, arbitrary cutoff points. Well, you know. Uh, a man must have a code. <laughs> I refuse to draw. I'll draw any... Po- How much money would it take for you to draw Rick and Morty incest pornography? My, I, I mean, if I could draw well enough, you mean? Like, it's like pretending I could actually draw well? Yeah. Like one one hmm. commission picture fully inked and painted. And, I, and it would have of. to be attached to my name and like... You could Google would my be, name. You could, you could have, no, it wouldn't have to be a, ta- you could have an internet handle. You could be anonymous. No, I don't think it's worth it because uh, then it's like, you don't need that much money at all. Yeah, but it's, it's like, because uh, I have no, but you still have to, you have still no have morals. to draw the Rick and Morty. Like, have you ever just started drawing, <laughs> have you ever started drawing a pedophilic incest situation? I, I haven't, but if it was on just commission naturally. and I was anonymous, I would probably do it for like a hundred bucks. For like scale, okay, yeah. that's nice. That you're a real pro. He's a real pro. I'm a pro. You know, I am a pro. Okay, I'm a pro. He's drawing this comes... Rick and Morty incest. He only charges like a hundred bucks for his Rick and Morty incest. He's yeah. like the Steve Albini of Rick and Morty incest. Yeah. You can send your <laughs> oh, album to Steve Albini, and he will master it. Even if what you send to him is a CD full of images of Rick and Morty, <laughs> Rick and Morty incest porn. Dude, can we? Let's send let's send Steve Albini a CD and it's just full of images of Rick and Morty porn. <laughs> he gets so mad. Oh my god! What actually? One of the funniest things: Steve Albini becoming like in league with the Eve Six guy and Jake Flores is one of the funniest things to have happened. Oh, I'm unfamiliar with that. Uh, well, because Steve Albini has become like uh, foregoing his edgy his edge lord past. Uh, he is now being like the the music Spotify is exploiting people, you know, and he's he's being an angry pissant about that, and he's being like a online leftist as well, and That's, he's sort of I mean, catering to that community. I'm down with any kind of anti Spotify stuff. Yeah, but it, it's funny how like the celebrities of the past, you see some aligning with the different podcast factions. Mm-hmm. In the same way that the Eve Six guy tried to pick on the fun guy once, and it didn't work out for him. Um, oh, okay, so this guy PJ O'Rourke died. I don't, I don't, PJ I don't listen O'Rourke to. Died. Wait, wait, don't tell me. So I don't care. He was a humorist. He wrote lots of racist jokes in I the national. I read. So I read some of the stuff he wrote. It's not funny. I didn't find it funny. And there's all these obituaries being like the last funny uh, conservative died, and I was like, oh my god, Trump died. And then and it's like, no. P.J. O'Rourke. Well, O'Rourke. Why I mean, Schwartzwelder still exists. Why don't people? Why don't people like the New York Times acknowledge how funny Trump is? I don't understand it. Uh, it's because if they acknowledge he's funny, then he's they, they he's not enemy number one anymore. You can't have a funny enemy. Like trying to you know, ban. You can't TikTok? have an enemy that can make you smile and is charming. Making banning TikTok like a like a campaign platform thing is the best thing that has happened in a while. Hmm. He hates these kids. He hates these stupid dances that they're doing. Uh, well, from China, we hit our limit, so it's gonna ha- we're gonna have to 
end it here, but wow, it passes so quickly when you're not high. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I think this was a very good sober podcast. Mm-hmm. And here's to more clean and sober podcasts. Yeah, no one, and no one tell anyone about the stuff I said on it, okay? Mum's the word. I said some embarrassing things. Mum's the word here, folks. Mum's the word. Mum. Mum.